0: 420, Mr. Grow It, and Rob from Cannabis Lifestyle TV, from the Stash Podcast.
1: First episode from the Stash Podcast. Finally made it happen. A lot of talk, a lot of hype, but we are here. So you may not know who we are. I don't know. I feel like everybody probably knows who we are at this point who's watching this. Otherwise, I don't know how they stumbled on this, but Rob, Cannabis Lifestyle TV, five years, maybe six years on YouTube. I don't know, for a while on YouTube in particular. Also, CannabisLifestyleTV.com. Been an avid grower for 13 years now. I feel like I'm old when I say that's nuts. 13 years. Um, Crazy, eh? Crazy. Nuts, man. And uh, love making content. Love doing this. Love to talk. I talk too much. Don't ever give Trey time to talk on the live streams. So we're here now. So Welcome.
0: Pigeons, who the hell are you? man well first of all thanks for having me boys this is going to be this is going to be exciting uh i i i can't believe what we've gotten ourselves into um i think we're uh we've got uh quite a path in front of us in terms of the things that we can talk about i finally have an an outlet or avenue that i can come to to just discuss or air out whatever i've got going on at any particular time but uh, uh i'm pigeons420 uh i've been on the youtubes for i don't even know same thing four or five years now five years oh 16 or 15 or 16 uh 2015 2016 uh just recently showed this mug um what maybe a month ago now i think it's been give or take uh it's been a long time coming it feels good to finally be able to just get that burden of of anonymity because that's really what it turned into um a lot of folks kind of thought it was more of like a a a, a a gig or you know it was my thing but the reality of it is it it really just turned into a burden not being able to just open up and explain or just be 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 who i am and so needless to say the last month has really been a breath of fresh air when it comes to just the creative bubble that i've put myself in and and uh just being able to explore the outlets of my own channel you know it's really exciting eighty thousand subs and i just never really never really got to just enjoy it you know and uh, for myself and so now I've had that opportunity. So boys, Chris, Rob, thanks for having me. Really appreciate it. Let's have some fun. World to make it happen.
1: And who who is Chris?
2: <laughs> Mr. Grow it. I'm Chris, uh but most people know me as Mr. Grow it. You guys can refer to me as Chris on the podcasts. Um I've been growing for it's crazy to say it over 10 years now. Um and uh got on YouTube in 2015 officially. Had a channel before the channel that I have now. That got terminated at about 75,000 subscribers. Now I'm rebuilding. I actually just hit 100,000 subscribers on my main YouTube channel. I have a second YouTube channel with I think it has about 25,000 subscribers. Um, My main YouTube channel talks about plants, um, you know, how to grow, my grow techniques. And the other channel, second channel, is more for uh, like grow talk, garden talk. Um, I do a lot of light reviews on there. Not so much anymore, but um, yeah. I'm also, I also have a book. For beginners I wrote called seven steps to Grow cannabis. That's available on my website. It's available on Amazon. Um, actually just released the third edition this year. Um, so it's doing very well. And, uh, yeah, been growing whole different, just been experimenting over the years, a bunch of different styles of growing. So excited to come onto this podcast and just talk growing. Awesome, man. And 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 if if I may on
0: weed, Congratulations to both of you for just hitting uh, the one hundred thousand subscriber mark! Like, thank you. Wow, wow, you great so for you guys, man. That's a huge monumental step that you know not too many people have the opportunity of doing, and uh, you guys did it and did it in style. So well done, and with with our own challenges and hurdles. But you, well done. Congratulations to the both you of brother. you. Thanks. You will definitely be there probably next week. I do time. Like. times. Like time. man It's nah, grown like it's an good.
1: autoflower, dude. Just booming. <laughs> See, and that's (laughs) the thing, dude, is, you know, with that, the growing side of things, you know, that's going to be this first episode we're talking about is the easiest way to grow. You know, it's, it sounds simple. It's like, oh, well just get some soil, get a plant, feed it. Well, man, there's so many variables to it. And after growing now 13 years and trying so many different options and really shoot myself in the foot nine times out of 10 in these options, I see that there is a tough way to approach it or a more complicated way to approach it or a simple way to approach it. And it's really just all about really the mentality going into it, in my opinion, and the knowledge too. You got to know some shit, you know, if you're going into it and you don't really know what you're doing, it's easy to grab Jorge Cervantes book or Ed Rosenthal and get overwhelmed or get too many things that you don't need.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the most, com- one, one, one of the, the biggest variables to complicity is uh, our complexity is overthought trying to apply everything to 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 every scenario when when in reality you know just some of the most basic things can be applied are you are you over watering are you underwatering? have you fed is the pot too small like it's it's not always a genetic issue or a a, a, a an environmental issue you know it could be any, anything in, in facts but often it's overthought
2: yeah you can, you can make it easy but you can also make it complex, right? So there's so many different ways to grow. Um, I think us three on this podcast, we have different styles of growing. I think this conversation where we talk about the easiest to grow, um, we probably have different opinions on different ways to grow. Um, I personally respect any way that people decide they want to grow their plants. Uh, I know there are people out there Amen. who will uh, look down upon others because they don't grow the same way that they grow. So uh, I'm personally not like that. I uh, encourage people to experiment and try new things. And um, yeah, as far as talking about what the easiest way to grow is, um, I think that's something that's going to be a real good discussion here today. Totally. Totally. And, 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 I feel
1: I, I, so go ahead. Go ahead. I was going to say, no matter what, it's preference. And I think that's where if, if you shit on someone's preference, you got a problem in your personal life. It's their personal opinion and their personal preference. Like let somebody, if they're happy with the results, let them be happy with it. If they ask for an opinion or they ask for help, by all means, give it. But otherwise, I really, I can't stand when people do that. We're like, this is the way to do it. You're doing it wrong. It's like, I didn't ask you.
2: Backseat grower. Let's call it right. backseat grower, right? You know, a backseat driver, somebody who sits in the backseat, tells happens. somebody how to drive. It's so annoying. It happens. Backseat grower,
0: somebody who's in the comment section telling them how to grow their plants. Yeah, yeah it happens, and I, and everyone's at a different stage in their growing career or their growing hobby, their life. And it's I, I, you know, I, it it's tough to look at someone who's in a position where they just started, low income, just trying to make it work, just experimenting, compared to someone who's been in this for four, five, six, seven years already, who's still experimenting, still learning. And, 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 and rather, they're, they're trying to apply their knowledge to somebody who's just so much farther back on the spectrum of learning. And and, and it, it happens all the time. You know, we're always in a different spot and we've all consumed different knowledge and, and, and information. And it's just, yeah, yeah, we do it differently. Everyone does it yeah. differently. And the sooner we can take that into consideration, we can all just get along. And
1: well, I think just the first great. thing to look at when you've got the easiest, the first thought is budget. What's easiest in terms of budget? If you've got unlimited budget, auto feeding, whole system, light movers, everything you need, you don't have to worry about it. Totally different conversation. But if you're talking about just the easiest approach to growing, it'd probably be low maintenance, low cost. It's a factor that Mm -hmm. goes into it. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Quality production, you have a certain quality and you want yield. So these are all like simple wands, but like how to implement those for everybody's going to be different. Now, just recently, I'm talking like three months, two months, not even a month and a half. I've got into growing organics. So I've grown bottled organics in the past, a little bit different, but now a full organic medium. Like this is a super soil that's doing everything for me from build the soil. It's the 3.0 potting soil. It's just crazy to me when you think about a medium that packs everything that you need in there. And again, right before this, Chris and I were talking, you know, it's not going to all the way through. You're not going to be good all the way through. But when you're just getting started, it's just water your plant. That's all you got to do is water your plant. And not really think too much about the pH because that's what threw me off early on is when, I first started, I would pH my bucket of water, right? And then I would add my nutrients in. Mm-hmm. I don't know what my thought process was. So then afterwards, right. I had like 4.6 pH, and I'm killing my plants. Right. You know, I just right. didn't know because I'm like, oh, well, super simple. It's a two bottle thing. So all I gotta do the pH just has to be to this. It It wasn't as simple in my mind as what the actual grow could have been. And I think the approach of having the medium take care of it for you, it's kind of in a way dummy proof because your plant is telling you what it wants it's taking what it wants instead of you giving it that point and when you're in control and you don't know what you're doing mm, that could be shoot yourself in the foot like i did again yeah. early on
0: overthinking overthinking you know and that's that that's the case like in my opinion i think budget and maybe this just comes from someone who's naturally under budget or not under budget under funded <laughs> for that budget um, I've always had to do things on a family budget. You know, there's I got a wife, I've got a son, I got a mortgage. You know, there's things that I need. As everyone, things I need to take into consideration where I can't just go spend a thousand dollars on a new light when I could make that entire budget work for well under a thousand. Um, And and so when it comes to making things simple, I think things can be simple on a on 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 a reasonable budget. So you're right, though, it's if you want to make things simple, and you don't have a or and you have an unlimited budget, um, then then uh, yeah you could have auto feeders you could have timers and digits and gadgets and to make things just go for you hey you could hire a maid and, and so they could come in and they could do all the work for you yeah um, but i think the reality of the situation is is that if you're gonna if you're gonna try to make it simple you've got to make it cost cost effective and to make it cost effective you need to really look at where you're going to spend your money greater or in areas that you're going to spend more money and which areas are you are going to spend less money in and and I think that's that's where the, where a good where a good uh, discussion could be had too, in terms of whether uh, you know what kind of soil are you gonna get? Are you gonna are you gonna get a soil that's got a, a nutrient already in it so that you don't have to get nutrients? Are you gonna are you gonna get a are, are you gonna even do soil? Or are you just gonna do pellets? Um, you know, are you are you gonna do clay? Like you know, for simplicity, I think that's a good question. I think that's a good question.
2: I think talking about, you know, soil, and then I know some people may say, well, cocoa is easier, right? So, um, I guess my take on soil versus cocoa, and we're talking about ease, right? Ease. So if you have two plants, same exact size, same root structure, um, same, um, same actual container ones in cocoa ones in soil, um, and you water them equally the cocoa is going to dry out faster. It's more airy medium. So you're going to have to water that more often. Um, Also it's an inert medium, right? So you're going to have to mix up nutrients um, more often than you would in say soil, um, which is more dense, holds water, nutrients, Um, you know, cocoa every 24 to 48 hours, you're probably adding water, soil. um, You can go up to four or five days, sometimes even up to six, seven days um, to add water. So you could argue that, Soil is easier because you don't have to water as often, but you could argue that cocoa is easier because you have that inert medium and in you're spoon feeding and you know exactly what's in that medium. So it kind of comes down to perception as well. I personally do run soil. I like to only water less frequently. Right. Um, and I also have the auto pot system, which I'm um, currently trying out for the first time, which has made things a whole lot easier. Um, so as far as which medium, I personally like cocoa. I personally like soil. I personally think soil is easier uh, for me. See, and that's also like
1: preference there, completely,
0: totally. And I I just want to make a distinction too, because I I often make the mistake of conflating soil and potting mix. And I think that's that's a big big difference because I actually don't use soil. I use potting mix. And what does that potting mix contain? Mm -hmm. Moss and. Right, perlite, yeah. vermiculite, um, maybe some some fucking wood chips. Uh, there's all there, there's a little bit of everything, and you can't I can't say that there's no nutrients in that because naturally there would be. You would assume that there would be something left in whatever, uh, maybe um, composites that would be left in the the the, so, the 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 makeup of itself. But I do often refer to potting mix as soil, and I know although. Many people do the same thing. Uh, hardcore soil enthusiasts would tell you that potting mix is not soil. So, yeah, I, I, I've gotten I People oil. have gotten shitty with me in comment sections about that. Like, you mean I, I using make a that potting mistake mix? Often.
1: I'm like, yeah. It's yeah, yeah, soilless yeah. medium is because, what essentially what I use. Yeah, because even what, like looking at the build a soil mix, I feel like once you add everything to it and you've got food in there and it's creating its own environment, you've got essentially a soil. But when there's nothing there, yeah, it's, it's a soilless media. And and that's where, for me, I grow cocoa and I grow uh, with soil and now or with a potting mix. And I'm seeing the benefits of both. For me, I am a little bit of a control freak. I like to be able to know exactly what I'm putting in there because I've mm-hmm. got PTSD from you know stressing out my plants and having too much in there. This headbanger I grow from chromogenetics is the most finicky strain I've ever grown in my life. Love it though. Love the Terps. So I sacrifice a little bit of my mental sanity for that. And With this organic side, it's been lovely. The plant is telling me what it wants. It's taking what it wants in the medium. But when I'm putting what it wants, it's so finicky that if I decide to treat it like the rest of the plants, I'm shooting myself in the foot again. So if I don't have the simplicity put in with certain genetics, whether it be simplicity of it's being done itself or I'm doing it for it, like the, again, I've got Wi-Fi OG that that I feel like I got to control. If I don't, I'm seeing deficiencies pretty quickly on. Mm -hmm. So I've got, almost a split love hate thing between both sides because I like to control everything when it's an organic, I don't control that. That's what's, what's going on is what's going on, you know, until it tells me it wants something else when it's cocoa, I can kind of fix the issue tomorrow. So
0: So could we argue then that we're, we're clearly on like a soil slash potting mix kick here. Could you argue then that a hydro system would not be the simplest way to grow?
1: See, that's where at the same time, I know people who are growing Lucas formula where they're just doing general hydroponics, three system basic and they're I mean, pulling pretty good weight. I personally don't think the quality is as good as what it could be, but they're happy. And that's what matters most is as the grower, they're very happy. They're pulling, you know, six to eight ounces of plant and they're getting more harvest per year than I am because their veg time is
0: is quicker. So, right. And 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 I I don't think nothing with changing reservoirs. Uh, fair, okay, okay. That there, that last statement's key. There, nothing but changing reservoirs. I was gonna say, I, I, I don't think there's an argument in turn Like, I at least from my evidence, I've never grown hydro, but it does seem the most efficient. Complicated. Uh, well, complicated for sure, but it it seems like when it comes down to the quality of the product and and the end result, um, it hydro products are just like top of the end, like top of the line. You know, they've got f- they've got full control over the medium, full control over the nutrients full control over the water you know what i mean like intake it's just like everything seems to be pre- maybe we're going to talk ourselves into a hydro is more simple than media. you know <laughs> we'll I, see, i've never done this, it i've never done it so that's why this is a discussion i would think you gotta, you gotta come up with that system the best way. right right that's a good point yeah the, I, coming up with the hydro system i think is the would be the more difficult but once that system's mm-hmm. ironed out so so I, I, in fairness if that's your first step then no Hydro is not the simplest way to grow because you've got to establish the grow before you even get a plant in there. Correct me if I'm wrong from a guy who's never grown hydro.
1: Yeah. Well, and that's the thing is, so you got to, you got to put in the work initially. You can't just have a plant and get a clone and like, all right, we're good. You got to make it,
2: you know? Yeah, so I haven't grown DWC, but I know, uh, for example, that's a deep water culture. uh, For those that don't know, Um, you know, your roots are in uh, sort of water at all times. Um, There are some challenges, right? So you guys mentioned that it's just changing out the reservoir. It's actually more than that. Um, You know, water temp is something that a lot of people struggle with. If your temperature of your water of your reservoir is not in the correct zone, um, which can be tough during the summertime, um, then uh, you could come across things such as like root rot for example. Um, so that's hard to control. I think that's one of the challenges with DWC. Um, the other thing is just constantly, you, you always have to have, if you're using synthetics, you're well, yeah, synthetics, you can't run organics in a DWC, but constantly have to have air stones or, or pump mixing those reservoir at all times. So those, the nutrients, you know, stay in solution doesn't just settle down at the bottom, right? So air stones, when you're adding in oxygen to that reservoir, um, there can be ph fluctuation right so i know one of the tips that um, somebody who grows dwc that's often posted my forum is check and adjust uh, ph twice a day so um, when you get to that avenue right when you get a water manage the water temperature you might have to add in the chiller or some people adding in frozen water bottles into the yeah. reservoir in order to kind of keep their temp down plus ph adjusting twice like, a day you know hats so it's off to those that are easy. doing that yeah, so it's not as easy as we may think. You know? No, but I—that's you know, where you ripped it off open, to those man. that are
0: doing perfectly that. right for sure. Right, for and, sure. And, you, and and I think there's something to be said. Like if you if you are growing roots, like, you know what I mean. Like there's a, there's the soil. People will tell you you're not feeding a plant, you're feeding the soil, right? And I, I would assume that a hydro, for lack of a better word, the hydro enthusiast would be feeding the roots. Like is or, or your car- yeah. your your roots are your 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 main focus or i don't know not maybe main focus it's your but lifeline just, it's your lifeline and, and and rightfully so right like that's where that's that's the up that's where everything's going in and out right so and you know i yeah i you know i would i would, I would say that is that the simplest way to grow uh doesn't sound like it it yeah, not sound C, like it that's where but, like but, when
1: i got into organics man like uh, green goblin 510 shout out to him check out his channel if you're checking this out here he's also a member of the 420 growers club but he uh when he was breaking down organics to me and telling me all the stuff he put into there i was like that's so fucking complicated i can't even say half those words i don't know any of that stuff what are you talking like i feel like and, and you broke it open what i was going to talk about in a little bit here chris was everything seems simple on the outside everything but then you look at all the variables that come into play You look Mm -hmm. at soil can potentially breed pests. You're going to have more IPM that you'd have to potentially deal with cocoa. You've got a different, you know, pH, your PPMs could fluctuate a little bit. You could have salt buildups. You could have, you know, more pockets. You've got less aeration in any kind of hydro. You've got more variables that come into play, but then the benefits on every one of those sometimes outweigh the cons hydro. You're not going to worry about the pests like at all. For the most part, you're going to have total control. Coco, same with the past issues like that. You can treat it very comparable to hydro, but you've got the soil benefits and how you grow a little bit. Soil, you've got the medium that's doing a lot of work for you. It's a lot more forgiving. And just overall, it's, it can be a little more affordable. So it's like each each area really does have its own pros and cons. And what somebody, one person, like again, Green Goblin thinks, doing everything on your own is easy. I'm like, sounds great, man, but I'm busy as fuck. I would rather buy a package that has it all for me, like I did from Build a Soil, that 3.0 potting mm-hmm. soil or potting mm-hmm. mix. That was I've
0: already heard nothing but great me. things about Build a Soil.
1: Well, you could buy all the stuff and mix it and let it sit and cook for two weeks mm-hmm. and do all that if you've got the time to do it. But to me, that's complicated and, and not even complicated in the amount of like labor, but it's just like, man, it's too much time, too much stuff. I want to get it, open it up, and get going. I don't have time. Like, I've got two hours today that I can work in the garden. I'm very busy. This is what I'm doing. So, I, I sometimes I'll pay for simplicity. But at the same time, you sacrifice control or you sacrifice. So what yeah, I find would, simple is not simple for everybody. What another person, you know, I've got a buddy growing again, Lucas Formula for years. He's got Home Depot, Home Depot buckets. Very simple kind of guy. And he thinks this is the easiest way to grow. Deep water culture. Boom, boom. It's like, nothing, man. Just change the res. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. it works. But then he shuts down in the summer. He doesn't grow right. in the summertime. Right. So, right. That's where it's like, you hit it on the head. Perfect there, Chris. It's like all of the cons, they can outweigh it in DWC. For me personally, what I'm seeing today, Mark today, as you're listening or watching this, I personally think an organic medium is one of the easiest ways to go about it for the simple fact that you don't have to do a whole lot like labor-wise. But then you look at ease of use, you you can't control everything. You can't do everything you want. If you get a strain that's not vibing with it as well, you're going to have to transplant and make a whole new mix and do a whole lot of stuff that does become labor intensive and could become less cost effective. Right. So I don't, you know,
0: I guess. No, and you're right. And it's, and and I'll defend my nutrient guys here, my bottled nutrient guys here, because I I am a bottled nutrient enthusiast. Here's my word today is we are all enthusiasts. Um, I am a bottled nutrient enthusiast and shout out to my, to to my sponsor, future harvest nutrients. Uh, You know, it's like, I find simplicity in control. When it comes to the control of the intake of the nutrients, if I know what's going into this plant, there's no guesswork. There's no guesswork. I know what's going in. I know if she's going to be overdosed because I might have slacked a little bit and and just not given her the right week at a particular time or the dose at a particular week. She might be underfed, which is almost always the case because laziness is the very almost the highest variable in my garden that I compete with. Um, in and and I'm underfeeding, but. The reality is, is when the hardest part, and if you will, which I find is the most therapeutic is hand mixing my nutrients, you know, I've got conservatively 10 bottles of nutrients that I feed, say at full flower or mid to the most bottles would be at mid mid early to mid flower, I'm using the most bottles um so you're using about 10 different bottles so the the hardest part about it would be just extracting the 15 millimeters 30 millimeters milliliters of of nutrients and mixing into the bottle at a time but for me that's the time i i kick on the music you know got a little taylor swift in the back you know you got a little miley cyrus you you got a blazing down and then getting down you know and that's my moment in the morning to unwind you know this is garden choice for me first thing in the morning so that I can get that shit done, I can get get out, I can go play in the earth, and I don't have to worry about coming back and trekking things through the house, I get up, whether you got clothes on is optional, but the reality of the situation is, get in, if they need to be watered, you water them, if they need to be fed, you mix the nutrients, you feed them, now, you could, in my opinion, make that even simpler, if you will, by just mixing a reservoir of nutrients, and then feeding from a reservoir, but then again, waste in my house is 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 a, is a sin I, I refuse to waste anything and That's in a good, reservoir man. changing that shit out every week i simply cannot find a volume amount in which i'm going to use x number of nutrients before the end of that amount before i got to pour them out and start again you know what i mean so i, I waste not waste nothing i try not to anyways you know I, it's easy to preach that but mi- hand mix my nutrients I, I take that as a moment of zen but Control is simplicity when it comes to that point. So I could see the argument when it comes to soil, when you've got the control, hydro, when you've got the control. But for me, water, feed, done, simple with a with a with a soilless medium.
2: Yeah, and let's talk about that a little bit more, right? Organic versus synthetic, right? So pigeons use synthetic. Uh, Rob thinks that you know organic is is better, right? So what's oh here we go, Chris? (laughs) So what's the true difference, right? So. Synth- okay, all right. Yeah. Um, but um, synthetic mo- molecules are already in a plant available form, right? So the plant can uptake it immediately. It's a smaller molecule. Um, organic molecules are larger. It needs to be broken down by microbial life first, right? Before the plant can uptake it. So um, some can argue that bottled nutrients are easier because they're spoon feeding. It kicks into the plant. The plant uptakes it a lot sooner. If you come across deficiencies, you can see a faster recovery. Um, on the other side of things, the downside to synthetics is you have to mix up your nutrients once a week or have a reservoir. Um, so that's time consuming, right? On the organic side of things. Um, I use earth dust nutrients, which is, a, a there, they have a two part, there's a base and then boost and they're dry nutrients. Um, really you can use something like Fox farm ocean forest soil, which already has nutrients in it, then just top dress with their base or their boost every 30 days. So, Really, just kind of adding water in the entire time. So, as far as feeding, that can be considered easier. However, um, you know, my struggles is currently uh, I'm getting great results with organics, with earth dust all the way up until mid flowering, and then deficiencies start to kick in. Um, so, that's, you know, I'm getting feedback oh, just add a tea, add a tea. Well, you know, that, you know, makes adds complexity, adds, adds more steps step. to the process. Yeah. So, um, one could argue that synthetics are easier just because you have, you're able to spoon feed and you have more control and then others could argue that organics are easier because you don't have to mix up nutrients as often, right? You're saving a ton of time there. So mm-hmm. um, it could go kind of either way with me. I, I use a combination of both and, and, and I get and really let, good results. Let
0: it be known. Like, like I, I have to almost remind myself that that moment with Taylor Swift and Miley Cyrus is Zen. Right. Because I have to do that every two, three days. Right. So, well, two is a little bit, but every three days I'm, I'm in that mode where I've got to sit down and it wasn't just last harvest where we had, we had six massive plants that were essentially under potted and we needed to be fed way too often. And I was hauling out those plants every day. Well, every second day to get them out to the watering hole. Cause I don't water in my garden. It's something I advised to not do um, again, also adding more complexity, but simplicity in terms of the end result of having to deal with mess and bugs. Anyways,
1: that's what, you know, even the steps where you could tell somebody, Hey, this is the easiest way to do it, but then tell them every single thing that you do. And then be like, damn, that sounds like a lot of stuff. Right,
0: right, right. <laughs> there's always, like, more there's yeah,
1: always more to it. Yeah. Peel those layers back. And it's like, well, then on Tuesdays, what I do is I am like, oh, well, shit, Tuesdays too? Like it's, it's where all of a sudden now you've got so many different steps where it all seems easy until you're really in it. When, once you're doing it right, for the right. first year or two, you're like, there's a lot to it. But then when you get your system and your process down, any format, any process, any way that you want to grow will become easy because you got a process you have a, a, a routine a routine exactly and it's down yep. and it's dialed in and you're like i wouldn't do it any other way it's the only way to do it
0: convincing myself that's what it was i was convincing myself that that's a moment of zen and 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 relaxation but yeah the reality of it is is that i'm trekking those plants out of the garden every day it's a lot of work it is a lot of work and and yes if you were to tell someone yeah and those are and those when you fill them you guys know when you fill a plant that's going to harvest you anywhere between maybe half three quarters to a pound those plants are not light after a full water or feed, they are upwards of f- f- 50 pounds of a full seven to ten gallon pot that's got water in it, you know. So you're lugging that back and forth, it's a little awkwardly of too, work. usually between doors awkward, to just doors because like, your plants are 42 uh, inches and the doors are 32, you know. So, yeah. yeah, it's yeah, you're tipping one way, and yeah, it's awkward, man. But so, I, I, I think. You know, not not to conclude, but it's I think I I think it's a a a fair statement to say that like growing cannabis, although from the outside looking in, looks quite easy, or can look quite complicated. You know, Uh, but it can go either way. It can go either way. You can turn a very simple situation complicated, and I think turn a very complicated situation simple. And if I, I choose the latter, because that's how I got to where I'm at, because I feel like I've taken a very not necessarily complicated, but but a process that can be complicated and found something that works for me, my environment, my and my budget. More importantly, so yeah, I agree. And honestly,
1: I think that should conclude it, man, because that really that caps it off. I think that really summarizes the point. And people, really, if they've got anything else to add to it, of course, the comment section, cannabislifestyletv.com. If you're watching on YouTube, drop it on YouTube. If you're on Spotify or wherever like, you're listening to it, obviously, just comment to yourself. But the main thing is, is just no preference is one of a huge, you know, factors when it comes into growing cannabis. If you don't think about personal preference, you can't judge the next grower because everybody has their own process and it what's simple to you may not be simple to the next person. So don't be an asshole.
0: And that's, that's a good point. That's a, that's a good point, man. End on that, man.
1: Yeah. So with that being said, you know, obviously for the crew here at, from the stash podcast this is episode one pigeons, Mr. Grow it and your boy Rob from Cannabis Lifestyle TV. We will see y'all next time.